Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We keep it rolling. Hour number three of the nightcap. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. What a crazy, bizarre finish in Glendale, Arizona tonight. The Green Bay Packers win 24-21. Kyler Murray throws an interception in the end zone with 12 seconds to go. A.J. Green stopped his route. Didn't even look for the ball. So... That's the way it ends. Rasul Douglas, shout out to him. He picks off, uh, he gets the interception one-handed, and it comes home. So let's head to behind the counter, as we do on most Thursdays in this spot, and bring in Chris Andrews from the South Point Sportsbook Director over there. Chris, I see that you guys closed Packers plus 230 on the money line, like the rest of town at 6.5 in favor of the Arizona Cardinals, a total of 51 Oh, how was this result for you? Packers not only cover, but get the win as well. Well, and you left out it stayed under. Too. It did stay under. Yeah, I was going to get to that in just yeah. a moment because that's a that's a rough one if you had the over. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, well when when well we needed the Packers to win outright, so we needed them obviously plus the six and a half too. Uh, so when he, I thought he was, I thought he scored on that play where they said his butt was down before. The ball crossed the line. I don't know how they could reverse it, to be honest with you. I don't know whether he scored or not, but how they could reverse it, I don't know. Um, but I was thinking, well, you know, even 
thinking he scored as well. We're going to blow the total, but at least, at least we got the win, you know, pretty much wrapped up the win. And, uh, of course the way the game ended, uh, <laughs> Michael gone called me right away and I, I kidded him. I said, man, you must be living right. Cause I can't believe we got the under and I can't believe we won the game. So, uh, it was uh, it worked out really well for us. It was a very good result for uh, for the house. Yeah, it's interesting because I know there are some other books you mentioned. You you ran into Derek uh, before coming to the show, Sean, yeah. and you said the money line. They needed Arizona to uh, win. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, Chris, maybe across town, needed Arizona by you know one to six. Uh, you know that perfect little window there because it's not it's not often you're going to get a six and one Green Bay team you know, plus 230, 240 on the money line. So it's interesting to hear that you guys actually, this was uh, ultimately a really good result. Yeah, it was. But, you know, if you look at the rest of the pro menu, there's not that many good teaser possibilities. Now, you know, listen, I see guys, they could tease almost anything, you know, but uh, there's very few that we you would call like a value teaser. Um, if you believed in the point spread and you thought this game should be in the six and a half range, which is pretty much what it was, um, then there was some value on teasing down to pick them. Now, what are you going to tease it to? That's the question. Uh, there's some dog possibilities I thought looked pretty enticing, uh, but there's not too many favorites right now that, that I would say, um, you know, a six or seven, even a seven point teaser would give you much value. So we got, uh, we were pretty even on the money line, but the teasers, uh, you know, they came through, but it's also one of those things where you need two teaser sides to actually put the money in your pocket. Uh, you know, barring uh, somebody teasing to a push, you know, we'll pick up that money a little bit further on down the week. And Chris coming in with just a, oh, the, the, the sword to my side here. You know, Chris, I'm going to tell you, you know, because <laughs> um, I, uh, I had Arizona down to a, a half. And uh, I had Indianapolis before the flip of favorites up to seven and a half. Mm. Uh, so I was yeah. I was feeling good about my teas, especially that move of Indianapolis. Sure. But you know, Sean King, I was hating. Who who you know was a great teammate by all accounts, right at Tulane and, and with the Buccaneers and was the backup quarterback in Arizona and is by all accounts a great teammate. You know what he did? You know what he did, Chris? He had Arizona minus the six and a half, and he said, you know what? I just want Arizona to lose outright. Well. Knowing that I had the teaser, I mean, what kind of teammate? I mean, that, I was honest, Chris. I told him uh, if they if they weren't going to cover, I didn't want them to win. Like, I, if I had to experience pain, I wanted them to experience pain. Well, you know, spite is a powerful tool. What can I tell you? I'm over it now. I don't know why he's still stuck on it. I'm well, past that's it. that's the reason we uh, that's the reason this happened. That's why AJ Green stopped running that route is because. You ah. you willed it into existence over here. I, I'm I'm actually. So Sean King, Sean King controls the universe. He does. He I'm does. Have to put that in my numbers from now on. Sean I'm, Sean's I'm got some guy. magical mojo, man. He's got some magical. I don't know what Tim's mo- talking about right now. I'm, I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm trying to find what AJ Green's explanation is going to be for what in the heck he was doing. Uh, we're talking to Chris Andrews at Andrews Sports Sportsbook Director over there at the South Point. Uh, I want to get to Dallas and Minnesota because today's been uh, very interesting uh, because of the news of Dak Prescott. You guys sit at two and a half. There's actually a three out there in favor of Minnesota. So, Chris, is this under the assumption that now Dak is not going to play this significant line move? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's funny how these things work out sometimes. You know, I've been 
trying to follow it as closely as possible. And he sounded like very questionable. And a guy came in yesterday. He made us a pretty big bet on Dallas. And uh, yeah, they called me at home. I said, you know what, guys? Let's just leave it. You know, I can't see this working against us. If Dak plays, then we pretty much have the right number. If he doesn't play, this guy actually put us in a very good position. Uh, as the news came out today, the numbers started moving. And, and, you know, I have a guy who's really good with the injuries and all that sort of thing, suspensions and all that. He called me today and said, listen, there's like no chance Dak is playing. <laughs> that wow. was his humble opinion. He says, you know, they, they might say that he's trying to, but he ain't going to play. And he's a calf so we, injury. We moved it quickly. Yeah. And I think, I think the word is, and Sean, you would know much more than I would, but they, they feel that they could rest them again. Or if they played them, the thing might linger. Just those calf injuries are like that. Now I've never had a calf injury, so I couldn't tell you other than, you know, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, my calf is uh, cramping up a little bit. So I never had a football cramp, uh, calf injury. But uh, that's the word that I got, and I just heard they want to be very careful with him because they think they have a very good shot at making a, a Super Bowl run, let, not just a playoff run. And uh, they don't want to risk it with, with Dak. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest, that they're in a pretty darn good position to win this division, even if they blow this game. And there's no – there's no sure thing that they're going to blow this game. They're still, uh, you know, less than a field goal underdog. I mean, those those teams win all the time. So I think they feel that they're in a good position. In no sense risking uh, blowing the whole season because of that. The other game, Chris, that has had significant line movement, uh, and I mentioned, uh, I mean, I, I made a great bet uh, on, on the point spread uh, in my teaser, and now that doesn't exist because the Cardinals lost. Yeah. Uh, but I did take them. I did take the Colts money line earlier this week at even money. Uh, so I still have that alive. But what has been the leading to this line move? Tennessee opens one and a half, and now market wide, pretty much two and a half in favor of the Colts. Well, you know, when I did Gil's show on Monday, the we the the line was pretty much pick them. I think I even saw Tennessee one. I opened the Colts one. I told, oh, okay. I told Gil. I thought my numbers came to two on the Colts. So we opened one. We did take a pretty sizable bet on, uh, on the Titans went down to pick them. And since then though, it started moving back the other way. Now, when it started moving back the other way, I just felt that it was coming back to the number that I thought it should be. So I moved it fairly quickly, but I'm looking at my charts right now. We're still pretty far out. I mean, they bet me pretty good on the Colts. Now I know of no injury situation or anything like that, but strictly a lot of money has moved this game. Uh, you know, from essentially one Titans to now two and a half uh, on the Colts. And uh, I have a feeling we're going to have to get to three before we see any buyback on the Titans. Chris, moving to Saturday, a uh, big matchup in the Big Ten. You know, uh, Michigan is playing in East Lansing versus the Fighting Mel Tuckers. Uh, what your, what's your ticket count in that game, and, and which side is the money on? Is it pretty even? Uh, well, the tick account is extremely even. Uh, that we we had this game four and a half. Let me see my opener. Uh, I think I may have opened it four and a half. Yes, I did. I opened it four and a half, and they took the four and a half. Uh, so I'm high on Michigan State at that number. Now at the four, I'm writing pretty even business. But it looks like a little bit more on Michigan State, even at the four, slightly tilted towards Michigan State. Um, 
you know, was interviewed by somebody and I, I, I made this joke and it's really, it's not a joke. I do this every year. I said, it's my annual right of summer. I overrate Michigan and underrate Michigan State. I may have even told you guys. Yeah, you, you told us that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because Michigan gets all these four- and five-star athletes, and Michigan State gets these three-star guys, you know. And Michigan doesn't coach his guys up. I don't know why. I don't know what happened to this guy. But Michigan State has coached his, his their players up for the last decade or so. And I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I really have no opinion. I thought – I thought the number was a little high at four and a half, but that's what I opened it. And I think it's just getting down now. This should be about a field goal game one way or the other. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. And I know Sean's uh, very excited for his Spartans out there. Uh, Chris, before we let you run, we got about 30 seconds or so. I always love to know, is there that ticket, wide ticket discrepancy and the money doesn't follow? Anything jumping out on the college side with a big ticket discrepancy right now? Oh, man, I would say, yeah, uh, Notre Dame, uh-huh. huge ticket discrepancy, uh, but the money, not so much. So uh, that's well, usually yeah. a pretty decent indicator that the dog's pretty loud. Uh You know, I'm terrible with the names, but the kid for the safety for Notre Dame. Kyle Yeah, and uh, he's, uh, I think a lot of people think that's going to be a big, big difference in this game. All right, Chris. Thanks for bringing me down. On you that, ruined this Thursday, note. Chris. Um, <laughs> hey, he asked a question. I did. So no, I, I, I asked a question. I was nervous of the answer. Chris, as always, I appreciate the insight. There he is. Chris Andrews. <laughs> South Point Sportsbook Director. He joins us on the nightcap here on Visa. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day, This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now Denver. I even saw our guy Will Hill tweeting about the New York CityCast today. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Final score tonight, 24-21. Very interesting to hear from Chris Andrews. Different books have different needs. You talked to Derek Stevens before walking in here, and he mm-hmm. said, we need the Cardinals to win this game. And Chris Andrews, I was anticipating a similar answer, said it was a great result. The under hit, the Cardinals lost, great result, blew up teasers. Um, you know, I am interested, and I don't know this for a fact, but actually, no, I think they have the same juice. I think South Point's minus 125, here's minus 125, because some spots have different teaser juice, and that leads to people wanting to play at different books, so I don't know if more people play teasers at the South Point, but whatever it was, uh, yeah, teasers, money line parlays, gone, uh, and the Packers get it on the money line tonight, 24-21, um, you know, we were talking to Aaron Oster, our producer, during the break. Uh, A.J. Green may not have to talk because it is not an open locker room. Some, they're not leaving until they get a, a statement by A.J. Green. They might say he had nothing to say, but he'll be outside of the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. He's not getting out unscathed. Yeah, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury uh, from... He didn't look happy. No. No, he did not. No. So, um, there you go. Final score. Comes home, and the Pack get the victory. No more undefeated teams 
in the NFL. Patrick Everson, our good friend, will join us at the bottom of the hour, and he will give us his thoughts or uh, his reporting on uh, on how books fared uh, across the uh, the city here. Uh, got a couple games tomorrow. We'll close out the show with that. We do have another World Series game tomorrow as well. So we'll wrap up the show uh, with our thoughts on that. A couple college football games going final earlier. Coastal Carolina wins, doesn't cover. The 17, 35-28, the final over hits in that one. East Carolina outscores South Florida 23-0 in the second half, and they beat South Florida. They cover 29-14. They cover the 10 or 9.5, depending on where you got it, and the under comes home in that one. I, I just do want to hit on a couple things with the NFL schedule. Obviously, we'll go heavy into the NFL schedule, have our bankroll plays tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of, ooh, I got a good one. Ooh. Save it for tomorrow. Okay. It's called a tease. Yeah. Um, Michigan State money line. You know that's on the bank. Yeah, of course it I mean, is. That's not like. <laughs> I like that. Actually, I love that, but I've got enough invested in that game already. I know. You, yeah. tomorrow, noon, by like 3 <laughs> o'clock, or sorry, noon Pacific on Saturday, Sean's either just going to call it quits for the day and just go take a nap, or he's going to be go celebrating, you know? I mean, it is going to be Celebrate a range of emotions. Come on, that's what I'm gonna be, baby. Um, I might even wear a Sparty, something Sparty. Yeah. Well, you had your green on yesterday. Yeah, but I, I, I've been trying to find like I can't find like a really good like sports store that has like apparel. Like, got, you can always go online and order a couple, stuff. Yeah, there's a couple sites. Yeah. I got you a couple. Well, we get sites. offline because they're not paying to get advertised. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a couple of those. I went to where I thought they would have some stuff, and it was no love. No, none. Okay. Well, I, I just I want to get to this Dallas Minnesota game. Um, Sunday night football. It seems like with all of the reporting out there, Ian Rappaport earlier today said if it were a playoff game. Dak would play. I don't, I don't know what that means. So, judge, just basing off of that quote, it seems to indicate to me, and obviously to the odds makers, and Chris Andrews just said it, that he's not playing. I mean, if he's not playing, I mean, are they going to play Cooper Rush? I, I guess. I mean, that's the thing. Like, It's not like they have like this veteran backup sitting there. Like, <laughs> Will, Will Greer? Like, come on. I was in Charlotte with Will. Will's a great guy, but, I mean, he's not ready to start NFL game or play. And Cooper Rush, that's what we're going with? So the backup, yeah, it's Cooper Rush. I mean, then we need to go jump on Minnesota tonight. Where's Danucci? Where's Danucci? Yeah, Nooch. The Nooch! Yeah. The Nooch! Nooch played so bad in the preseason, they banned him from the league. They gave him a 365-day suspension. So you've got Cooper Rush... On the road at Minnesota, Sunday night football. I understand the Cowboys have a ton of talent. I kind of like the the Vikings prior to this news. Now this news, I agree. I mean, you're seeing one three. I see a three out there right now. I think this thing gets a three and a half before Sunday. More than that. Higher. I mean, Dallas has no shot. You said that Green Bay had no shot. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers obviously proves me wrong. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers would have been missing tonight. Probably oh, a different man. story. By the way, I almost don't want to bet this 
just solely on, I'm not your, bet this on game. your reaction. I'm not betting with Kirk Cousins. If, I don't care who if they're playing. Kirk Cousins doesn't yeah. cover this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not betting with Kirk Cousins. I'm not oh, happening. come on. No, no. Oh, no. Take Dallas for a stick. Nah. Nah. No shot. Leaving the game alone. You know what? I probably will make plans to take the wife to dinner or something Sunday night because I don't even want to watch. And see Kirk like succeed like that. I don't even want to watch. Like, man, why, why you hate on Kirk so much? Because you trusted him one game, one game. Don't take much against Cleveland. Yeah, apparently no, it doesn't. I, I've t- I've trusted him a lot. He's always let me down. Always. Yeah. He's like a Pro Bowl quarterback this year. In in Canada, look at his numbers. In the NFC, they only take three guys. He's All no right. shot. All right, we'll see. No shot. Well, don't Brady. They, do they do the NFC and AFC anymore? Brady. And by the way, he'll make it because all those dudes opt out anyways. Nah, nah, he's not making it. Kyler's going. Dak will go. Rodgers, Brady. Stafford will go. But he'll get it. Like, come on, man. I'm Kirk just, is like 11th on the list in the NFC. Can't be serious. I was thinking his QBR was going to be higher. It's actually pretty low this year. Yo, Kirk's right. a pro bowler this year. He's actually, he was the, playing the, well. The things you hear on the nightcap. Your guy came in here and said that Kirk Cousins was playing at a, at a big-time level. He's completing 70% of his passes. Uh, last weekend against Carolina, threw for 373, three touchdowns, no picks. He really hasn't played poorly this year. Want to do a cigar bet? Kirk um, Cousins makes the no. Pro Bowl? No. You brought it up. I know. Oh, right. I'm just saying he hasn't. You, everyone just assumes he sucks, and yeah. he doesn't. So this is what we call in the South checking your temperature. I just was checking your temperature. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you seem like you were real I, hot. Like you, were, it was a well, hot he, take. But but Kirk everyone, Cousins in the Pro Bowl. But I've been. So I was just trying to get a little dealing, wager going. I've been dealing with this on since, that opinion since he was the quarterback in Washington, where everyone just assumed he was stinky. Oh, let me go to that page. That was a hot take you had. You no cigar bet? No. Sure. Yes. Okay. By the way, uh, Todd McShay came out with his uh, top prospects. Uh, Malik Willis was six. I saw that. We'll see. I'm pulling for Malik Willis. I hope he goes in first. No, you're not. I'm telling you You've what. You've been I... talking smack about Malik Willis ever since the Syracuse game. I'm not pulling against anyone getting drafted. I'm telling you if I was running an organization and I'm doing the evaluations, where they would fall. The problem is with quarterbacks, somebody's going to get drafted. Well, okay, and I'm glad you said that because I need this to be public. If you have a deficiency – and you filled it with someone that isn't capable of filling that deficiency. You still have a deficiency. I hear this every year. Oh, well, well, they're going to be three quarterbacks drafting the first round, but you're drafting someone who's not capable of improving the part of your team that's deficient. I don't care. I know, but I'm saying, like, I can't believe that the people are actually paid in that league who make these mistakes over and over and over and over. Just because you have a need, it doesn't mean that that draft is where you're going to fill that need. It may be a year where, you know what, you need tackles, defense or offense. And you know, for whatever reason, this draft just doesn't have the quality of tackles that you're looking for. But you take one anyway because you have a need. That's dumb because you're still going to have that same need. You're just going to have used capital to acquire someone that can't fill that deficiency. Everything you say is accurate. Yeah. 
Like, it don't make any sense. Like, I don't know how teams do it over and over and but over that's again. that's why I made that bet, because they do do it yeah. over but we'll and see. over I'm pulling for the kid. I hope again. he goes first. Um, hope it happens. Who knows? I think Kayvon Thibodeau probably goes first, but depends on who, who is has the number one pick. I'm just trying to win a championship or you're not. Like, that's I, what you got to ask yourself, what you, guys. So, if this is why I love draft pet, betting the NFL draft, because all you do is you just have to – you don't – I don't evaluate – Players, I have no idea who's going to be good or bad. You do. See, that's my problem. I know what I'm looking at. Exactly. If you read the tea leaves, that draft will be very profitable. Talk to Patrick Everson. How did the books fare? Under comes home miraculously. Packers on the money line. You will join us next. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th. VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long. That includes live on-location updates for all the action. Visit vcin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including a million-dollar top prize. That's vcin.com slash SBNC. Alongside former Super Bowl champ, John King, now back to being a former Tampa Bay Buccaneer after the yeah. After the 24-21. Yeah. Cardinals not in timeout, but ooh, I changed their seat in the class. Yeah. Yeah, they got out of the front row today. Not going undefeated. Yeah. Didn't get the cover. Lose outright. And to talk about it, we bring in our good friend Patrick Everson. Uh, always love chatting to Patrick. Follow him on Twitter at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Check out the website props.com and the Twitter handle at PropsUSA. It was interesting, Patrick, because... Sean came in, bumped into Derek Stevens, and Derek said, we need the Packers. Or sorry, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Beg your pardon. And then we just had Chris Andrews on, sportsbook director at the South Point, and said it was a great result. This loss knocked out teasers, knocked out money line parlays. This was great for the book. The under came home. So the folks that you've talked to or talked to prior to the game, Patrick, what was the result? How... How did books fare with the Packers winning outright tonight? Hey, I even talked to folks post game. I got fresh. Look fresh at you beat here for you. You know, I don't mess around. Hey, uh, first off, thanks to Tim and Sean. Thanks, thanks to you both for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, so that's a, That's an interesting situation, and it seems to come up with circa, uh, you know, regularly where they where what they need. Uh, they're they're zigging where other books are zagging. So I'm not really surprised by that, but it's certainly interesting uh, in tonight's game, given the dynamics that were involved with tonight's game, the COVID situation and injuries and the short week and going on the road and all that. But uh, so I did a report from, from the link, from the book at the link, talking with Caesars just you know prior to kickoff. And there was no question. Not only, I mean, they would have accepted, they would have been okay with a Cardinals win by three or less, a nice little, a tidy little, Cardinals win, but a Packers cover, uh, you know, uh, of, of, of basically all numbers, uh, mainly because they, had, they took a half, Caesar took a half a million dollar play from a Nevada customer earlier this week before the Devontae Adams news. 
at minus three and a half. So they were hurting there. But honestly, Craig Mucklow said in the release he put out uh, that, that I used for the report, he said, honestly, ideally, we really need the Packers to win this game outright. And that was even though tickets and money on the money line were running three to one Packers at Caesar Sportsbooks. But they still wanted the Packers outright because, as you alluded to with Chris Andrews, it wiped out all the money line, all the money line parts. No, I mean, look, not all of them. That's probably being, but, but it's not hyperbole to say a hell of a lot of them, a hell of a lot of betters started their money line parlays, their teasers with Arizona this week. Thought it was the slam dunk lead pipe master lock of the week. So all those are gone now. They, they, so Caesars got exactly the result it wanted, along with, of course, getting to keep, uh, you know, retain a half a million dollars from the big high roller. Now, I just got off the phone, literally just before I got on with you, with Scott Shelton, BetMGM Nevada. So this is strictly BetMGM Nevada up and down the strip, not nationally. Um, it, was, it was almost like kind of a break-even situation. If, if the Packers scored there on the one, or if the uh, touchdown, or if the Cardinals got a touchdown going the other way, they were going to get hammered on the over on this. So they needed the under. But more so, the Packers not scoring, and ultimately, obviously, Arizona not, helped them in huge ways because, uh, yeah, or, or actually, I shouldn't say helped them in huge ways, helped them in huge ways with the over not scoring, but hindered them on the backside because they did have a lot of Packers money line play uh, at their book as well. A lot of books were seeing a lot of Packers money line play. But then again, to Chris's point, parlay, money line parlay, teasers, all that stuff goes away. So they have to kind of look at the long term. It was like a break even at BetMGM Nevada if you just look at tonight. But if you dial it through the weekend, it helps them a ton. You know, it's, it's not a good outcome for betters, that's for sure. Well, last night, Sean kept asking me, well, why won't you play at six and a half? Why do you just have it in a teaser? I didn't feel it was the stone-cold lead pipe lock of the week, but I just I liked it at a half. I thought they would win without the three top receivers and a banged-up defense, but hey, the NFL... Sure. It's a reasonable it, spot. The NFL uh, humbles you each and every week, and you know, I even had the Colts plus seven and a half on the other side. They're now a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, let's get to uh, Saturday because I know Mr. King over here really wants uh, more information. Not that it's going to sway in one way or the other. He's, you know, all in into the deep end with Michigan State. But what is uh, what has been the reporting on this Michigan State-Michigan game? Everyone we talk to, Patrick, loves the under, and uh, you're seeing to see some movement on that line too. Yeah, it's it's – it moved a little bit early in the week. The latest report I got today, and I thought there were some interesting nuggets in it, and, and we can go into detail on those, but the latest I got today, from, uh, from, again, from Caesars Books, was an opener of three and a half, got to four pretty quickly Sunday, got to four and a half Monday, and this has kind of been, this is similar to the movement at other, that other books have seen around town and around the country, then back to Wolverines minus four midweek. Um, and what I thought was interesting about the situation at Caesars Two things. First off, the Spartans are taking the bulk of tickets and money right now. 65% of spread bets, 55% of spread dollars. But I'll tell you what, there is, got to love that, you know, how widespread sports betting is in the United States now. More than half of the states have legal regulated betting. I, I, and I'm stunned by this because I would have assumed that Michigan, within the state of Michigan, would be the public team, you know? But 
at Caesars, Michigan, Caesars Sportsbook, Michigan, Michigan State getting 69% of tickets and 94% of money on the spread. They are getting hammered on the spread. The, the betters within the state of Michigan are going with the home dog here in a big way. And we're not even, you know, we're not even at Friday, Saturday yet, as you know, when all the money really rolls in. Yeah, it's going to be, I, I, my guess, and I don't know, my, my hunch is it'll be more dog money. That, that's my guess. And maybe some money line. I mean, it's missing. the logical side to take. Two I mean, teams two that are evenly matched, but rivals. one coming off a bye and playing at home. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the way. I mean, I know you, I give you a lot of grief about Michigan State, but it's not like I love Michigan. Right. I, I mean, they're two similar teams. So that's the way uh, I kind of think this thing is going to it's gonna play out. Um, you know, because it is that 9 o'clock local game, Patrick, and it is, I think, yeah. in my mind, two evenly matched teams. And it's not like polarizing. You know, Ohio State is a high-powered offense. Alabama's Alabama, whatever. Um, I, my guess is that the handle will be fine because it's Michigan to Michigan State, but it's not going to be crazy, right? Because it's a new 9 a.m. game here, and it's it's an evenly matched game. Right, and that's that's and those are all spot on points, completely accurate. Noon kickoff Eastern, nine a.m. here, absolutely hampers handle. Um, it's going to be huge in Michigan, and and Craig, as as the betting has indicated, Craig Mucklow of, of Caesar Sports said so. He said, "Look, handle in Michigan for this game will be huge, especially as the other team in Michigan, the Detroit Lions, haven't won a game. So the local focus on it is massive in Michigan, but." Nationwide, look, it's a, it's it's a high profile game. It's arguably the best. It is the, it's the biggest yeah. game of the day on Saturday. But that nine o'clock kick, noon Eastern, nine here, it's definitely going to hold handle down. And also, generally speaking, it it doesn't look like it's going to go crazy for one team or the other. I know within Michigan, for whatever reason, the Spartans are getting a lot of tickets and a hell of a lot more money on the spread. But nationwide at Caesars. It's pretty much two-way action. I'm looking at a DK chart, right? DraftKings chart right now. 65% of tickets, Michigan. 63% of money, Michigan State. So there's there's certainly uh, some you know plenty of interest on both sides. There could end up being a two-way game. It'll have really it'll have good handle, no question. But man, it just stinks when these games yeah. are at noon Eastern, nine o'clock here. These are these are games that need to be. They really need to be at seven o'clock Eastern because man, the money rolling into this game on a Saturday night. If it was Saturday night, it would be tremendous. Hey, Patrick, we, we, we're short on time, just about 30 seconds or so, but what, what's the latest on Cowboys-Vikings? So I'll just real quickly, I'll just say that on Sunday night, when I do my opening line report, I talked to John Murray and Rex Byers at the Superbook, and they were both skeptical of Dak Prescott's health, and that's why they opened this game at Pick'em, and then people came in and thought they were getting a really good number, taking, you know, Cowboys, pushing the Cowboys to minus one and a half. They thought they had the edge there. The books, you know, sometimes know. And in this case, they they had concerns about Dak. And based on where this line is now, it looks like those concerns were rightly founded. He is Patrick Everson, the best in the business. Props.com. Check it out. Patrick, as always, appreciate the time and the insight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jen. There he is, Patrick Everson, at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Wrap things up next right here on the Nightcap.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance. <laughs> This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap wrapping things up. Hoops Peterson, the one and only. Sitting in for Scott Seidenberg tonight. He's coming up top of the hour. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. And uh, wrapping things up, just want to give another shout-out to our guy, Brad Evans. He went double sledgehammer last night. He was that confident. Yeah. He did it. He went Peter Gabriel not once but twice, back-to-back. And they all came home. Aaron Aaron Jones over uh, receiving yards, uh, receptions, anytime touchdowns. So we always tip the the cap cap to the people who get it done. Brad gets it done, and we love Brad. And uh, I love his self-deprecating self because, look, when you put yourself out there with these picks all the time, Brad much more so than I, you know, you get crushed when you get things wrong, and he just – he likes to soak it up when he gets it right, as he should. He's like, a, hey, on he's been on fire this By year. the way, on his props, which he puts out, he doesn't hide from them. He never hides from any of his picks. He's like up 70 units on his picks. Yeah, and he's got good. a spreadsheet right there. You could go back and look at them all. Because, look, Twitter is filled with sports handicappers that are hitting at 87%. Right. Brad puts it out there updates it everyone has access to it he comes on our show before all the games so props to you brad well done and you see props got that prop market uh but i, I you mean, know your game tonight man. aaron jones was uh that was yeah that was pretty obvious and uh it came home uh you you know when you're setting these lines you can't go overboard because then you're going to get a plethora of under money but you saw it steam up you know yesterday was four and a half Today it was five and a half on Aaron Jones' receptions. He goes over on all of that, and the Packers get the win, get the cover, 24 to 21. Uh, before we wrap up on this, because we do have some Thursday action to talk about, Cliff Kingsbury said the last pass was intended for Green, and Kyler went the right place with the ball. Not sure why there was miscommunication. Not surprisingly, this is reading from a tweet, the coach is frustrated, said they felt it was a safe throw in that situation. You got to call a spade a spade sometimes. Like, A.J. screwed up. Yeah. You know, and if A.J. is interested in doing the right thing, he's the one that should say, I screwed up. It's my fault. And then you know what? It'll go away. But if A.J. tries to sneak out the locker room, you know, with the hat pulled low, you know, I want to talk about it, then there's something that's going to continue to linger. It almost looked like he was run blocking. No. Just... I don't know what he was doing. A bad time to do it. That's all I say. Not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. 24 to 21. There will be no undefeated team this year. 1972 Dolphins can celebrate. Call it a hat tip. Yep. Uh, The Cardinals, uh, the Packers get the win without Devontae Adams, without Alan Lazard, without a plethora of players that are all banged up. This is a really, really impressive win. You know what'll be interesting? And we'll find that tomorrow when, when Derek and the gang come in studio. Because the news came out so early, how many people use Arizona and Survivor? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. I bet you there was a handful. Yeah. Um, because and I was actually talking to Derek before, and we'll talk more about it. And he always releases with Jeff Benson the numbers on Saturday, four four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern here on Veasan. Um, 
Because if you look at the slate this week, Sean, for survivor purposes, it's rough. It's tough because the Rams have been utilized by so many. Right. And I think my guess for the number one team used will be Cincinnati on the road at the Jets. They're laying yeah, 10 like, and a half. Who knows who playing quarterback? And Mike White is going to be their quarterback. Yeah. So I Are think, you surprised that number's only 10 and a half? I guess the Jets are at home. Can you? I don't know. And, I mean, I'd be shocked. By the it, way, the look-ahead line on this, once again, three, right? Three and a half. Yeah. Imagine having a Cincy three and a half ticket right now. Feel feel pretty good about that one. Um, That's I'll, it. Just pretty good. I. Well, I felt pretty good about my teaser too. Cardinals had a half point with all of those injuries, and well, didn't work out. <laughs> didn't work out because you put out the bad mojo. I blame you. Wow. Thanks. Blame you. For yep. believing in me. What, if you believe in me, you wanted to, to burn it all down. You said, if I'm not going to get, if I'm not winning, nobody's winning on this show tonight. I didn't say that. I, I think you did. We'll, well, check, we'll check the tape. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, I think the Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals will be my, I don't know if I'll use all four. I might use all four. By the, the way, Bengals. the Lions get their first win of the season this week. I think the Jets, what about the Jags? I like the Jags coming off the bye, going to Seattle. I like the Jags in that game. And I agree. I think Detroit's live. Yeah, home, I do. Three and a half. I do. The kneecap biters. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe our Circa Survivor or Circa Millions tomorrow. We uh, put some ugly teams in it. Also, uh, Tyrod Taylor's playing. <laughs> That's your guy. Yeah, take the Texans plus the points. <laughs> That's your guy. I'm just trying to tell you. Plus 14 and a half at home. That's yep. your guy, Tyrod. We are we really going to go circus millions? We're going to do Jacksonville, Detroit, and Houston. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know what? Hundred percent. Because it's because you have made the mantra: don't bet on bad teams. We'd have three of the three worst teams in the NFL. Bro, but I agree. Pockets. But I agree. I think Detroit is absolutely live against Philadelphia, and I think Jacksonville's live at Seattle. I'm telling you, the Lions win their first game of the season Sunday. All right. Yeah. I'll have a Lions money line bet. In your bankroll? Yeah. No, 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 no. Why not? I don't know about that. I'm talking about my personal play. All right. Because uh, I'm looking at one game. I, I'm really feeling like for my bankroll. Like, you going one game again? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it worked out kinda, for you. Kind of like. It worked out for you. I got a feeling. I'm very curious what this game that is. That Saturday is going to be a good day. I'm just telling you, man. I've been on the fight in MTs. Oh my eardrum out. Might be time to push all the chips into you did the, it last, of the table. You did it two weeks ago. Why not? Bye week home game. A little tease. All right. Hey. All right, there you go. We I will... doubled down, so now I have it at about a uh, hundred to one. Yeah, you you've, you've <laughs> gone all in here on yeah. this Michigan State. Um all right, we got a couple games to get to. I will sing Sparty's fight song tomorrow in front of Derek and Banksy, because Banksy said He's going the opposite way for his pick of the week. So, well, Banksy won't be here tomorrow. He's got a. Yeah, that's what, yeah. He's got business to attend to. So he'll be watching. <laughs> While he's at the Knights game, he'll be watching. He'll have it on his phone. <laughs> Apparently, the Knights game's early tomorrow. It's Nevada Day. Have they gotten their Your kids are off school tomorrow? Yeah, I know. They're at a birthday party tonight. My wife just texts me. My oldest wants to spend the night. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome to town. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We do have some business to get to. We only got a couple minutes. Uh, game three of the World Series tomorrow. By the way, I was texting with Mike Farron, 
who has been on the show before, does a great job with uh, SiriusXM's MLB Network channel, and uh, he had some travel uh, issues today. He said tomorrow there could have rain starting around 3 o'clock, and the temps are going to be in the upper For 40s. Baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Not ideal weather situation. I think I'm going to take the over in this game. I don't want to pick a side. Total sitting at down to eight here at Circa. So you can get eight right now at Circa. Uh, eight and a half, juice to the under at other spots. So I would say get the eight. Uh, that's the lowest it's been all series. You know uh, my reasoning for wanting to take the under? I would love to hear it. Through two games, both teams' batters have now seen the bullpens. So at minimum, this will be their second time seeing some of these guys. They'll have more data. You know, this guy likes this, that, and the third. You know, So I just feel like with the amount of firepower on both sides, because we haven't had both teams show up at the plate yet. Mm-hmm. You know, first game was the Braves, Astros no show. Second game, it, it was the opposite of that. So I think both teams. I, I mean, I would prefer like for you to win. You know, and it to be nine nothing. I mean, I, I'd prefer that for the Braves. That would be nice. Oh, I'm fine with that. I'm done picking a side. I think for the series because I don't want to root against your Braves. You could just quietly. For those of you that don't know, Tim has a large. Sixteen to one. Yeah, oh, on the Braves. Future bet on the Braves to win the World Series. And I didn't hedge. I thought I would be here cabbage patching with the Rays, but the umpires decided to cheat us against Boston. <laughs> Is that what it was? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, a couple college football games. Anything on? We've got Navy at Tulsa, which this line seems a little. I'm taking Tulsa. Stinky poo. Here. I like Tulsa tomorrow. Navy just Navy doesn't get blown out often, but they had the ball. Down seven against Cincinnati last Saturday. Now they're going to Tulsa. They're getting 11. Navy's much better at home. Square than dogs on the road this year. And then Tulsa. on Nevada Day, we've got UNLV in Nevada, baby. I don't like that game. Rebs, let's go. Get that cover again. I'm going to take the. I'm gonna take UNLV first half. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, you can get that at 11. Right, there we go. GP, Hoops Peterson, up next. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. See ya. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.